Viewer discretion is advised. All activities performed in-game and are fictitious. Arcade magic is not to be used lightly and by amateurs. All magic performed in this show was performed by an expert. Feel free to try this at home. <laughs> Um, okay. I wasn't there when we promised not to murder him, though. Good point. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> you were supposed to kill him, Crunk! <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, what the fuck? So, fuck! <clears throat> as the earth splits and the crowd begins to panic, a giant mass of snakes erupts from the ground, twisting in the air, as two arms reach down and envelop Orm's body, devouring his spirit and ripping it into pieces with its many hungry mouths as it swirls and spirals in place. The creature laughs as it implodes and causes a flash of light to spread out and over all of the crowd assembled. Make will saves. 20. 20. 22. As this creature's essence is sucked in upon itself, it implodes, causing a spiraling portal of energy to appear. And a bunch of things happen right now, all at the same time. And this is this is so this is gonna be a lot, so just bear with me. All of you make will saves to resist turning into whites. As everyone in the crowd makes a will save. So that was our save, right? Yes. Okay. Eating orange causes the monster to implode, creating a spiral vortex of energy in the center of the arena floor. The shockwave of energy begins flowing out and over the crowds, and it makes the statues glow even more furiously and everybody takes will saves versus becoming whites. The rain clouds turn green and fire starts to rain from what looks like a black hole which forms from where the monster was, sucking all of the divine arcane energies flowing out of the statues and drawing it down and into the temple. People begin panicking in mass and many of them are revealed to be were rats as all of the were rats are hit with this necrotic energy and begin transforming into monsters very familiar looking monsters, the slime minotaurs that you saw in your vision. But some of them don't transform. Some of the were-rats are only transformed into half-formed creatures. You're not sure why. They rolled good will saves. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. The ones no. that failed their will save turn into whites. The ones that make their will saves, half of them turn into monsters, and the other half <clears throat> turn into monsters. Whitehorse, Richard Whitehorse, cries out in triumph as the power draws him up and towards the spiraling portal, and his hand is clenched in a fist of power as he reveals his true form as an ever-shifting mass of scales and horror, the true master of this beast, some sort of alien reptilianoid, a cold one, and his guards transform into similar scaled monsters, and most of the nobles are revealed to be shape-shifting reptilianoids, all with the same light and same intelligence glowing behind their eyes. And you all hear the voice at once. You're ours now. now. As the whites begin swarming over the city. White Horse is encased in energy and is pulled into the temple below, just like Leon was earlier, but he seems like he's in control. As this all starts to happen, you watch as the Raven Queen cries out in anger and confusion. What have you done, Richard? 
and starts to cast a spell, but is cut off by a beam of energy shot from the spiraling portal that Richard was pulled into. And she's hit by this beam, and her spirit is pulled into it as her crumpled husk falls on the ground below. And then more beams start firing out of the portal, and all of them hit the nobles, one after another, all of the nobles who were at the party. The final beam hits... <coughs> the final beam hits Fluffy. Just before his spirit is sucked into the portal, he reaches into his coat, pulls out something shiny, hands it to the halfling albino, and throws him into the arena towards you. He's a strong rabbit. <laughs> With each one of the nobles hit by the power... The energy around Richard seems to grow more intense, and a buzzing comes into your mind. It's the warning broadcast from CNN and the news, the psychic news. It's yeah. a warning broadcast telling everybody to leave the city immediately, and then it's cut off and stifled by that voice. Join, Join us, us and never end. end. This plane will be ours soon, soon, and we will return. return. Claudio, <laughs> um, because of your connection to Octo Spearman, as this wave of necrotic energy flows over you, remember the automaton genocide. And you remember how all of these beings fought against this thing and these beings, and they were trying to stop this from happening. They weren't successful. And this creature used them. It ate their consciousness and enslaved them into some form of undead. It trapped them in an awful pseudo-limbo that you guys sensed earlier, and is now using them as a halfway point between their dimension and this one. You know, that, know this because Octo Spearman knew this. And you know that the entrance into the temple is in Octo Spearman's face, behind the door, which you know is now working. Crunk. As the were-rats around the arena are hit, struck with this necrotic energy, just like you are, the were-rats begin transforming into these mindless monsters. And you realize that you're becoming one, too. You're going to turn into one of these slime minotaurs. And you know that the were-rat lycanthropy was somehow brought here or used by the cold ones, so that when this event happened, that the were-rats would turn into mindless monsters controlled by the slime. Some of them do. Many of them turn into these beasts and you watch it happen, but some of them don't. And you're not sure why, but they only turn into half-formed were-rat monsters, like vermin. You're not, that's not what's happening to you. You, you. you know that this is going wrong. You try to stop this from happening. You made your will save to stop from becoming a white, but you didn't make this. There's no will save for this, and you're just turning into a monster. And you go into your brain library to stop it, to like hide for a moment, to give yourself an extra minute of time. And you wake up in your library, and you can see the cold one slime oozing over your library, and it's spreading out from Vermin's cage. And you watch Vermin as he's like transforming, and his like legs and arms are half formed into these things. The slime is like spreading out into the library and you can feel your body as, you know, start sweating and a chill runs up your spine and your mouth starts dripping with saliva. You feel yourself going to vomit and in your library, you look up as this red light starts flashing and all around the library, you see a message that says, you've activated my trap card. <laughs> and, and out of a doorway steps... A pair of figures, personifications of the Spider Queen's blessing and the blessing from the little girl, the Avatar of Fire, and they just start burning the slime out of your library. And Vermin, desperate to an attempt to save himself, dives back into his hole and closes the grate behind him and locks it from the inside. All of this happens as you feel the connection to the Cold One subside, all in a moment. And you hear Vermin's voice, Don't try to use your 
Where rat powers? I won't let you. And then you hear a different voice, but it's fading at the same time as you hear it. You're mine. And then it's gone. But you do know that thousands of other beings just like you are enslaved and controlled by this voice and this being before mm. your connection to it is gone. <clears throat> as the blessings that you were given say Worded off. Yes. They won't burn the vermin? No. You're still a were-rat. Yes. You ju you're just not allowed to use any of your were-rat abilities right now. Don't bother yeah. trying to use your D30 for your re-roll. Don't use any of that stuff. You can't. Yeah. You still have the strength and Everything else is still the same. Okay. You just I'm not letting you use your special were-rat bonus powers. So, Aelin, sorry to make you wait. No, it's okay. Your little revelation is probably the most severe. Yours was a 20, theirs was only a 15 to make. Because you have a lot more that's coming into your brain all as this wave of necro as this wave of energy hits you. You begin to remember things. You begin to remember a lot of things, including what you used to do, who you used to be. So you can't remember things like your childhood, you can't remember exact who's and where's, but you remember flashes. And once upon a time, you used to be a cleric or maybe a sorceress, maybe even a wizard of St. Cuthbert. As you quickly gained ranks because of your skill and knowledge, you learned about the reptilianoids controlling the city. But as you told people and tried to warn them about what was going on, people wouldn't listen to you, calling you a tinfoiled hat conspiracy theorist. I only wear stylish tinfoil hats, thank you very much. You, <laughs> you remember helping the Spider Queen, and you remember helping the automatons, and you remember trying to set up enough clues and things around the city that somebody might be able to follow them to learn what you had learned. You helped free the first of the automatons from the cold ones in hopes that they might help you, but it wasn't long before your friends were turned against you. And you remember fighting. You remember fighting White Horse, and you remember losing everything. You remember the cold ones from a place between worlds destroying your mind and your spirit, and in a desperate attempt to save yourself, you cast the remaining essence of who you were into the ether, and when you awoke, as the first thing that you found... What? You woke as Butterball. Oh, I was a hamster? You cast your remaining <laughs> essence into the ether, and when you awoke as a hamster, the first creature that you found back on the material plane, you knew what had happened still. But with the last vestiges of your strength and all of your magic and power, you used it to rebuild your body, knowing that it would cost you all of the memories that you had. You hoped that in time that you'd be able to get them back. It was your only chance for revenge. And as this happened, the Raven Queen was reborn from your corpse. A twisted demon of who you were before. Under the control of the Reptilianoids, they used your old body to take control of Greyhawk and the magic and machines of the automatons to siphon the powers from the gods to create this horrible mass of snakes, a towering behemoth of madness. A thing of them, grown from the stolen energies of this plane, in the arena to try to merge their plane with yours. You watch as the queen's spirit screams and is pulled into the temple below. And you remember all of this, Aelin, as you make your will save. Right. Did she know that? No. Okay. She had no idea. <laughs> she did not know That's that the, the reptilianoids were even really a thing. She was being 100% controlled and manipulated by them. She's not the tyrant queen that she's made out to be. Does she know that we're like the same? Because like, we, we have these moments where... Now she's dead. Now it's too late, she knows. Right now, the spiral portal of energy, after all of this happens, you guys have a crazy flash, the spiral portal of energy starts sucking down and into the arena itself and out of sight. 
The monster is gone. So is Richard. All of the nobles, the Raven Queen. The only thing that's left in this area are the four patchwork golems, which are now disabled because they have they lost their connection. Kellick, um, who's level two, who's level two, and everybody in the arena, and all of the whites. So immediately after this portal is blasted back, and Kellick gets hit with this thing, Kiara jumps out of the crowd, grabs him to keep him from being smashed against the wall. He uses a scroll of dimension door, and dimension doors out. Coward are gone. Cowards! As the spiral of energy goes down and into the temple, the temple is cut off from the arena by a force field of energy, which then begins to push up as the temple itself begins flying up and into the sky, pulling the temple with it and part of the city around it. You guys can see the spire, the scarlet spire, shake and begin to collapse as this whole temple. An arena and section of the city is ripped from the ground. It's like a dog so like flying up on top of this force field. Yes. You guys are like, as this arena is going, is pushing up the centrifugal force or whatever, of it moving up like an elevator pushes you against the ground. I mean, it's the wrong I think force, that's but gravity. Yes. But the, gra- the force of gravity. As it goes up, you guys are pulled down too. But it keeps going up and up and What up. about those of us that are flying? You are eventually slapped on the ground as okay. well. Just like... The airship is, because the airship is flying over the arena, and you hear the Baron yell something along the lines of, "Pull up!" As I was gonna say, can't they just like skirt we out? Um, well, know? yeah. Well, you you think that you the the airship should be able Maybe to pull up and out of the arena in time, but the arena is rising too fastly, and everybody on the airship makes will saves too, mm. versus becoming whites. And Pepe is left on his own as the Baron is forced to fight. A crew of whites on the airship as Pepe tries to maneuver the airship so that as the the arena pulls up, it gets crushed in the center. And part of the airship? Yes. So the the arena's going up, the airship's flying over it, and then it crunches the bottom of the airship as it's flying up and into the air. Dual wands of disruption. And you guys watch as the Baron is just has two wands that both have two wands in them. And he's just blasting double fireballs and a magic missile. Annihilating whites. You watch as blessed angels drop from the sky and begin writhing and twisting and turning into pools of spiraling goo on the ground. The Baron drops ropes and yells for Pepe to pull up as he realizes that members of his crew are beginning to turn into whites. But Pepe is barely able to keep the airship upright and starts to as he starts to pull away. He's not fast enough though. And it's too late. The airship's lower section is crushed and crumpled against the force field protecting the temple as the city begins rising quickly into the sky, propelled upward by the spiral of energy. So right now... Get that spiral energy. We're not going to do so much of a combat. Right now, what you guys are going to do is you're trying to survive, okay? There's six groups in the arena of your allies who are now surrounded by whites. And while we're flying quickly into the air. Yes. So there's no escape. For people in this arena. We didn't get the Hobbit item. Or Halfling item. He's in the arena itself. Oh, so he's on the force field? Right. Well, that's the thing. It's like the arena is, and the stands are all also rising into the sky. It's not just like the arena's circular area. The arena and the pillars and all of the sections with the the statues are all rising as well. It's a huge section of the city that's rising into the sky. So we're standing on ground that's on force field? Yes. Okay. That's rising, yes. Okay. There are six groups of people. 
You guys might want to write these down or make a little note or something so that yeah. we can do this more easily. Okay. There's the goblins in John Doe. There's Ginny and the good priest Carrion from, what's the second city? Ambermill. Ambermill, sorry. There's Weston and some of the spider villagers. There's Saradin and his boys. The halfling and a group of, like, gnomes. The gnome, the gnome arena team. Okay. <laughs> and there's some, and there's just everybody else. All right, so I got goblins and John Doe, Ginny and the good priest, uh, Weston and spiders, halfling and gnomes, Saradin and goons, and one more. And strangers, everybody else. Okay. For each, so right now, what you guys can do, you guys know that this city is going to eventually stop rising into the air. And the airship is... has gone in space. Yeah, you guys are going to space. Cool. Yay. Uh, make like, uh, constitution checks round. to hold your breath. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're good for four rounds. So you guys know that this city is going to rise into the air and eventually stop. And you guys might be able to escape on the airship. But you don't know about all of your friends. So right now, what we're going to do is we're going to roll to see who survives. You guys are going to make it to the airship. But you guys get a chance and an opportunity to help your friends as well. What we're going to do is for each one of these groups, you guys get three rounds. You get to roll a d6 for each round. You, your friends make it to the airship and get out alive if you get above a 15. Every round, you get to add one d6 to one group. Do we have to choose the d6 before we roll? You, you're going to roll for each one. You're gonna, there's six teams, and you're going to roll a d6 for each one. And then you're going to choose a team to add an extra D6 to, which is the group that you helped. Okay. Um, and you guys need to get 15s to get them to the airship. Make some perception checks. Got that sweet oh, uh, 11. 19. 21. 19 and 21. You know that certain groups are going to get bonuses based on how much friendship score you got with them over the course of the game. Which me and Rob determined a few months ago, but I didn't tell them what that was what it was for. Thanks, Rob. All right, cool. Um, Happy to be useful. Yep. So you got a list for each one. Which group right. do you want to start with? Uh, well, do we want to start with the halfling because he's got the shit? Do we know he's got the thing? Yeah, we saw... We sort of don't really know. You exactly. guys don't exactly know that he's got the keys for the ultimate weapons that are in Fuzzy's locker room in the back office, but... We I saw Fuzzy give him a thing. I mean, might know that. We'll roll some D20s. Okay, for goblins. No, right. it's a D6, Rob. You roll a d6. Well, do we have, have to, to get up to 15? 15? Yes. You roll a d6, and each round you add the numbers together until you get to 15. If you don't get to 15, your uh, friends are dead. I thought that... Okay. okay. Yeah, that's where I was confused. Yeah. Is that it's I thought we were rolling d6s. a d20, no. and then like no. you had three chances to do it. No. You guys, okay. get, you guys roll 3d6 for each group, and then you get an extra 3d6 that you can add to any one group. you got to get 15 with each one. If you want them to survive, each group also has a bonus depending on your friendship score. Or the goblins. Let's go the goblins. Okay. That's that's one. Okay, mark it down. Yeah. The goblins have a plus two score. Okay, so they got a three. Yeah. Okay, Ginny and Ambermill. Five plus three. Okay. What's the next one? Spiders. Spiders two. And they have a plus one. We did okay. right by them. Yeah, but you, but Ari is not with him, and she's the one who you really interacted with. You didn't talk to Weston very much. Oh, we saved him from his prison. Fair enough, but you know, he just he <laughs> was kind of a side kind of dicks about it. Yeah, it's okay. Sarah Din and his buddies and his horsemen. 
One. Jesus. He's got a plus two bonus. We all have to get to 15. They're fucked. <laughs> uh, we got two more. We got halflings and gnomes next. Plus one. What? Luck roll. <laughs> all right. Four. Ooh. Okay. Oh, so that's five. That's my only one. <laughs> okay, and strangers, everybody else. And this includes, like, Barakas's gang that's probably there. But not Barakas, because he's dead. Two. Or, excuse me, he's portal. Strangers got two. Okay, and they're plus one. Because we're so cool. Yeah. All right, guys, so who do we want to add the D6 to for this round? The extra. I think we should go with the halflings and notes. What's everybody's score at? Who's the, who's the highest and who's the lowest? Uh, we got a bunch of threes. Four of them are threes. Halfling and gnome are five. Ginny is at an eight. So Ginny yeah, probably gonna make it. Probably gonna make it. And oh. you you guys watch her and she's got her bow and she's just like picking off whites as her her and I her, think we should add it to the half and, and the gnome so we can get the sweet shit. And I'm the, a pretty bastard. Her and Glenn's goons are just trucking towards the airship. They know what's going on. They got a call from the Baron earlier, which is why they already knew to be ready. Alright. They get a plus that's why they got a plus three. What are we doing? Halflings and gnome? Oh shit. I rolled a six. So, Does that no, count? We're back, no, we're back up to the top. <laughs> so we're doing half halflings and numps plus six. All right, so they're at an 11. Okay. <laughs> so that's pretty good. We, we're probably going to get our sweet shit. Okay. Next round of running. All right, goblins and John. We only get to allocate two more. No, but we get three we're rounds all... of... There's three rounds, Yeah, though. there's three rounds. Rolling oh, oh, we get to... Add one bonus die per round. Yes. Yes. Right. Okay. Sorry. It's you guys could theoretically roll sixes all the time and just win the win this thing. Get everybody to <laughs> Get safety. Everybody in it's all I mean, congratulations. Instead, you guys have been rolling once, so yeah. <laughs> Do my best. <laughs> all right. Next next round. Who's who's making it out of here? Start. All right. So we got a three on the goblins. They get a plus two. Yes. So they're at eight. Okay. They're close. Uh, next, Jimmy and the priest. Roll better. Two. It's better they get than a one. Plus three. Yes. So they're at thirteen. So they're almost guaranteed to make it. Yeah. If I mean, if we get a one, they'll they, they, they still they make, make it. it. Yeah. Who's next? Spiders. Spiders. Get four. Plus two. Plus one. Plus one. Plus one. So they're eight. Got the halflings and the gnomes, and that's a four plus one. So they're they're good. They gonna make it. They they got up to a sixteen. Oh, okay. Day there. Nice. You guys. You guys like at triple team. Like just pick up the gnomes underneath oh, well, either arm. We can arm fly. Just, so yeah. I'm just gonna scoop down, swoop down, yeah. scoop them up. You, you pick up the back and forth. Arm full yeah. gnomes. <laughs> <laughs> You're just punting them onto the airship. <laughs> All right. So um, next is Saradin and the homies. Six. Ooh, plus, plus two. two. So that's eight. Puts them up at an 11. They almost there. And then everybody else. Everybody else. Gives Get that sweet four. five. Five. So they're at an eight. Take one off for this round, because you see that the group of elfin, elven warriors. Oh, they were dicks to us. They were dicks to you guys, and you guys didn't talk to them, and they were mean and nasty. <laughs> they, they see that you guys are like the ones who are helping. <laughs> Take one off for them. <laughs> All right, so they're the lowest, uh, followed by the goblins and the spiders at eight. Um, and then Saradin is at eleven. Ginny and the priest are at thirteen, and so the gnomes are good. They all made it. 
Some gnomes are good. Ginny's gonna make it. Ginny's guaranteed to make it. Saradin, what's his bonus? One? Two? Two. Two. Yeah, you guys talk to him a bunch. So we have to roll at least a two on him for him to make it next turn automatically. Um, so he's probably okay. We can always try the third round one if he doesn't make it if we want to. So who do we care about? Weston or, sp or goblins? Everybody else, fuck them. <laughs> what about the spiders? So spiders or goblins? Who do we want to give the bonus to? Odd spiders. Alright, goblins. Alright, so the extra d4, and that's a 4. So the goblins are up to 12. Okay, final round. Let's see who's making it. Alright, so we're starting at the top with the goblins. Ooh, so that's 5, and they're up to 17. They're good. Okay, goblins punted onto the airship. Boom! Uh, you guys see Mars? She gives you a little wave. She's a little set. No. Okay, yeah, they get a. They get plus eight. <laughs> They're up to 21. They're good. Okay. Super saved. Who's next? Spiders. Come on, spiders. They're at eight. Oof. I rolled a one. And they only get plus one? Okay, so they're at ten. Sorry, spiders. That's rough. Spiders are probably fucked. Yikes. All right, gnomes are good. Saradin and his goons. That's four, so they're good. Everybody else 17. gets a four plus one. So or they get just four. <laughs> Fucking so no, they, get a, they get a plus one this round. So one of the rounds they don't you get, don't get it. Okay. <laughs> right, because some of them are people who you didn't like. You guys gotta get a five or better to save these spider people. I'll roll for the spiders. Oh, oh! oh! wait, but don't wait, they, get they get a, a they get one. a plus one? Oh, it's just enough. So they wait, get up to fifteen. They do get a plus one. So they oh. made it. So you got a, you got just fifteen with them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I'm kind of surprised <laughs> that everybody made it out except for everybody else. Except for everybody else. <laughs> everybody else. Oh, but straight strangers don't make it. No. Okay. So they're you, at twelve. You guys watch as <laughs> your as a small group of Barakas's hobgoblins, the elf fighting arena team. It's all the elves' fault. And the orcs, who you guys fought in Ambermill. When you guys were rescuing Leon, they're like running towards you and they just get over overrun. overrun by just a wave of whites. As this all is happening, the, air, the city is like rising up into the sky and suddenly it stops moving and there's like a like a fucking ka-chunk as the airship like breaks free from the ground and begins rising off of the ground. And you see the Baron like start blasting off the edge of the fucking airship with wands, just shooting the final whites that are following you guys, and you guys take off from the ground. Hey, Baron, you got a wand of make hole? Start blasting that bottom. <laughs> wand of make hole. Hold on, let me check. That's an actual spell. Yeah, it's it not is, a totally it spell. Yeah. What level is it? Uh, he's got... I don't know player's handbook. He's got pretty much everything, he's got everything under level three, more than more than once. Oh. He's got two casts of anything under level three. I think make holes higher than that. But besides that, I have a very specific list of what the Baron has, including... Um, oh, Make Hole is a level 2 cleric spell. He's got... That's ridiculous. Two wands of fireball, two scrolls of ice storm, protection from ice, protection from energy, cure what moderate moon's like mass, two scrolls of teleport, scroll of wind walking. He's got, and he's got a bunch of random weird magic items, including a luck, hat of luck... Uh, a monocle of deathly gaze, a cane of trickery, a to gold tooth of poison, and a cape of dazzling brilliance. 
Ten. So it doesn't say, for make whole, it doesn't say you need the parts that are missing, and it just doesn't restore magical effects. Okay, so maybe he's probably, then he'd probably run below deck and make start, start <laughs> trying to fix the parts of the airship, right? Oh, make, yeah, it's improved mending. Not like make a hole. <laughs> That's what I Sorry, was... <laughs> make hole with a W. <laughs> I was like, huh. That's interesting. There's a spell that just makes a hole in the um, <laughs> That makes more no, sense. That's, that's Scorching Ray. <laughs> it makes more sense. As you guys begin soaring through the clouds, you guys, uh, excuse me, soaring above the city and the, remount, the remaining, remaining part of it that's on the ground, you guys are able to watch and see the destruction. And people are fleeing the city in mass. And you can see where rats leaving the sinking ship as they are chased down by these horrible goo monsters and this army of whites that follows them. And everything in a two-mile radius around the temple and in the center of the city seems to be affected by this necrotic energy. But that's it. Outside of that, however, it seems to be slowly growing. Like the ooze is moving and sliming out farther and farther as time goes on. And the Baron calls for Pepe to head towards the spider village. We're gonna go get our ultimate weapons. Oh, yeah. The darkest clowns. Yeah, where the... do we go to get our weapons? You hold on. <laughs> As... Calm the fuck Just down. Let, it, let him talk. Do. Let the man talk. This is dialogue time, Rob. We <laughs> waited so long to do this. Um, As the darkest clouds form, several of them spiral down, and you can see those pools of goo that used to be the blessed angels start twisting and form together as slime dragons claw their way out of these mounds of goo and take flight flying after the airship. I get out my sling. And as these twisted form forms of what you believe used to be blessed angels slime through the sky and rivulets of goo fleck off of them, the Baron it calls for you guys. He's got a scroll in his hands. He's like, do you still have any of that, that special dust? Yeah. And... He, he's like, he hand, you hand some to him? Yeah, the glitter brilliance. Yeah, he reads the scroll of Mass Fly and throws the dust in the air. And you guys Peter Pan off into the sky. <laughs> <laughs> so is he hit the whole airship or yeah. he's just hitting our group? He's just going to hit your group. It only works for four people. Okay. Just like the, he's got some other scrolls too, like energy resistance, bull strength, teleport, cure wounds. It affects up to four people. <laughs> for any, for all future notes, any of the scrolls that he casts affects four people. Mm. Sound good? Yeah. All right, yeah. Just for simplicity's sake, I think that's a good call. Yeah. Hey guys, it's me, Gabe, your host, your DM, and your psycho marauder in the wasteland. Witness me. <laughs> Uh, this week was brought to you by uh, Dr. Eye Soap's Eye Soap. Eye Soap for your soapy eyes. Oh, my eyes! I'm not supposed to get soap in them. Well, now you have Eye Soap for your soapy eyes. Real quick, I just wanted to give a shout out to Gateway Spectre, one of the greatest metal bands ever. And thank them for allowing us to use their music. Thank you, Gateway Spectre. If you guys are looking for more sweet, sweet D&D podcasts, you're just going to look have to look somewhere else. <laughs> just kidding. 
If you guys want to listen to in a more great podcast, check out Hit Dice Podcasts. They're a great little fucking show. They do a lot of fucking work, and they got a really good good team of people going on. I really enjoy listening to it. So if you guys have time, check them out. If I could just ask you guys to once again like and subscribe, check out our website, give us a review on iTunes, it means the world to me. That'd be really, really dope, super helpful. If you leave us a comment or shoot us a tweet, I'll tweet, tweet you and maybe you'll get a message mentioned in the show. But, you know, no worries. Once again, this is It's Never Cloudy in Dungeons and Dragons. Thank you all so much for listening. I'm your host, Gabriel. Enjoy the show. A lot of blessed angels. There are a lot of blessed angels. There are a hundred dragons. Fuck. I, I think I kind of wanted to be like, yeah, there's like a hundred fucking dragons. I don't know. Was there a set amount of blessed angels per section of the city? No, there was just a, a bazillion of them. Um, well, because you... Sorry. Listen to an old episode, or older episode, you know, you know, maybe once a day or every other day you see a blessed angel flying overhead, is how you described it. Right. So I guess there wouldn't be that many Maybe 50. per se. So here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a d8, and that's how many dragons are going to be following you guys. Um, I got a two. So nice. There's two dragons following, uh, following behind the airship that's that are like relatively close to to it. You guys f- fly towards them, and aerial combat time. I don't know, man. I mean, we're all flying. They're flying. Right. It's yeah. This is entirely aerial combat. That's right. Big fun. aerial combat battle. Okay. So I guess we're just going to start with rolling initiative. Is there any time to heal Eric more before yes. this? Because he's still looking a little. Yeah. Haggard. The Baron goes zoop zoop zoop. Um. Get me up, Baron. Just saying, you have ten hit points right now. Yeah. The Baron. The Baron can probably poke you in the back a bunch of times with a cure light wounds wand until you're full. <laughs> it's 100 charge cure light wounds. Yeah. It only, it, it's only plus one, D, a D8 plus one, but you poke enough. <laughs> you, have, you have like a little times, sore on your back. Right. <laughs> get a little bruise. You get poked. <laughs> Kill that too. Poaching the bruise again. <laughs> oh, yikes. Uh, now I'm just imagining you have like a gaping hole in your chest where you have like a, and he's just like jamming this wand in there and it's just like healing around it. It's <laughs> awful. Ugh. Anyways. Maybe, maybe that's what the butthole's for. Squish, squish. <laughs> Finally, we figured it out. <laughs> Mystery solved. <laughs> Gotta go for the butt. Oh, <laughs> uh, yikes. Okay. Gotta get your butt, you know? So, as you guys fly into this combat, let's roll some initiatives. Two dragons, you and the Baron. <laughs> Does the dra- do the dragons look big enough to swallow us? No. Okay. Um, They're just bigger than large... They're, like, large size, but they're, like, not quite the next size up. In between large and huge? Right. They're not they're not quite huge, but they're they're big. They're a little bit big for large. I'm gonna see if I'm still enlarged. Yeah, check that. <laughs> okay, what'd you guys get for initiatives? Uh, three, eight, eighteen. We're gonna start with the Baron. It's the Baron. I'm gonna need a oh, bunch. Oh, it's of... one minute per level. What level were those uh, potions? Uh, I'm assuming it's been what, like five minutes? Yeah, it's been about five minutes or so, tops. Um. If you say you're not enlarged, I drink another enlarged. Well, high or low, Eric? High. Okay, well, that's You're good. Five, okay. Hold on to enlarge for now. Six, and I'm, and I'm pretty sure bull strength is like 10 minutes a level. So. Yep. Hold on. High or low? High. 
You're good. Okay. Yep. So the keep your buffs from the last rank game. I still need okay. more. The Baron is going as you guys fly <clears throat> through the air. The Baron whips out his cane, waves okay. it through the air, and carves a rune. The one of the dragons makes a will save. It fails. Chains wrap around its wings and legs and pull it down a little bit. It's not able to make full movement checks, and it's going to take disadvantage on attack rolls. Uh-huh. Oh, do I still have a, do I still have a yes, fire shield? Yes. Drop. Higher, look good for you. Hi. Yes, you still have your fire shield. Woo! I'm tired of looking at rules. <laughs> um, so one of them is going to have serious disadvantage because the Baron activates his special cane of trickery. It's Suzanne's turn. Go, Aelin. I'm going to shoot the not tied up one with fireball. Okay. Higher look good for you. Hi! Uh, you're able to hit both of them with it. Oh, cool. One of them's got disadvantage on its save. Uh, 23. Okay. Um, to both of them? One of them made it, and the other one did not make it. Oh. After Aelin is crunk. It's your go, mate. You're flying. I really want to roll for black. <laughs> it becomes an anvil. <laughs> yeah, that's. I was like, it was just gonna roll the tunes me out of this. I kind of want to roll for leg. Like, wait. Roll for leg then. Bonus action. Roll for leg. Okay. Uh, cut off four. Okay. You are soaring through the sky towards this dragon, Rob, and you click your heels together, and higher low, good for you. Hi. Your leg activates a movable rod, and you are. Stopped midair. Could you? Uh, Gotta hit the button. <laughs> and your leg is now an immovable rod. Um, anything else you want to do? You want to try to disactivate your leg? <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Roll to disactivate leg. Make a wisdom check. All right. I got a roll seventeen. That's an eighteen. Make a will save or just wisdom. Wisdom. wisdom yeah, that's an eighteen. Okay. With a seventeen, I'll give you a higher roll. Hi. Okay, you can't figure it out this round, but you're able to deactivate it so you can move again next round if you want to. Okay. But so next turn on your next turn, you'll be able to turn this immovable leg on and off. Oops. And it's <laughs> the dragon's turn. Should have done anything else. The dragons are gonna fly towards Oops. you guys. They're gonna hit you with their breath weapons. Acid yep. breath. Uh, yeah, they both they both have acid breath, and they're gonna they're going to acid breath. Acid breath. <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with my acid breath. Make a DC save. DC twenty one reflex. Everybody. All of us. Yep. Even Rob, you have wall? disadvantage. Okay. Um. Uh. I kind of want to say that you just can't, Rob. Twenty five. I mean, I I. You made your thing. You made your I, thing. So you have disadvantage, though. Does that spell add to my reflex save? The. Plus three from no. the thingy. No, mom. that's okay. for getting hit. I felt. I got a okay. 25. 17. 17, that's going to fail. 25. 25. Okay, so you okay, try to make your save. Plus 14, I only wrote, needed a seven. Yikes. <laughs> so you guys make your save, so you take half damage. I take half damage anyways, though. Does my, my fire play. shield yes. do anything Even against this? No, it's acid, not fire. Okay. Where's the Baron with the Endure Elements wand? Um... <laughs> You guys take 22 points of damage, which is half, so all, everybody takes 11. And it's your turn, Claudio. Charge the unencumbered dragon. Okay. Or Actually, I'll charge the encumbered dragon. Okay. Fuck the encumbered dragon. Just note the encumbered dragon did make its check. Its okay. check? Yeah. Sorry. Um, and <coughs> I hit with a... Yeah, 36. That's going to do it. For do sure. Do it. 
taking my Do D6s. Do it now. Lick it. <laughs> and I hit it for, uh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> hit it for 18. Okay. Hey, that's still pretty solid for that roll. My yeah. Mouth, you do with the buffs, I get a plus 12 on damage. Um, <laughs> okay. After Eric, the Baron pulls out a scroll of haste and hastes everybody. Okay. What does that mean again? Uh, extra attack, you move double speed, although with fly it doesn't really matter. Okay. Move 120 feet. So Actually, like, no, can... it would still work in conjunction with fly. It might. If for, for the purposes of this combat, it's not really going to make, make that big of a difference because you yeah. guys are all aerial combat. But it's not like we're doing yeah. Dragon Balls. Plus one to attack, plus one to AC, one extra bonus attack, extra plus, movement. Plus one to reflex save. So I can cast save. two spells? No. No, no. you could shoot twice or something. Yeah, you could shoot your bow twice. Oh, or you could, that's stupid. Or you could cast a spell and shoot your bow. Yeah, it's not very great for uh, you, but it's good for these two. You get one extra attack at your maximum bonus. Right. Okay. Okay, and it's... After the Baron is Suzanne. Light him on fire! Don't hit me. Blast the other one. I'll blast the other one. Okay. That's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. That's pretty good. Uh, 33. Is this a damage. fireball? Fireball, yes. Okay. One of them makes it save, the other one doesn't. Okay. Light him on fire. Okay. And then the dragons. Alright, well I'm gonna go after the, uh, the encumbered dragon. Okay. Can I, can I get sneak attack on him? Yes. Okay. Where's its vital point? It's made of slime. Uh, it's eyeballs. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, yeah, it's uh, slime heart. It's like it's like me. It's vital Stab part. Stab it is in its, the head. Is its heart? Aww. Oh. <laughs> it's a crystallized goo inside. Yeah. Chris, the crystal. Oh, I think going heart. for the brain might. Do yeah, something. brain's probably good too. Yeah. Stab it in the middle of the head. Stab, stab it in the asshole. Roll the <laughs> dice. Get him in the butt. All right, so I'm gonna roll for three attacks. Uh yeah. I'm gonna get well, your butt. You, you get your extra attack if you're making a full round of action, but if you have to move, I'm gonna say for the purposes of this flying Peter Pan. I mean, he combat. has to hate you, Stan. Right. Flying. You guys are able to like. You guys are like. I'm imagining shit. you guys are like soaring with the dragons at the same time and like fighting them. Uh, I guess I'm kind of imagining zipping around like Dra Dragon Ball Z right yeah. now. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> thinking about that too. I I think that that's totally reasonable, but feel free to make full attacks um, on your turns. All right. Especially Eric, make sure to do that next time. Okay. Well, yeah. Sorry, I figured one attack, some charge. Yeah, that's if you're if you're gonna make a charge attack, but if, if you want to, you can go up and make a full round of attacks. But they can against you next turn. I guess I hit a 38 because I charged. <laughs> 36. You did even better. <laughs> All right, I got two 24s and a 29. Okay, two 24s and a 29. Are, those are all going to hit. All sneak attack damage? Yes, because I'll say that Eric hey. is, is flanking in a flanking position with you. I'm right, actually, you're, you're in back. Yeah, high or low? Uh, high. Okay, yeah, you're good. All right. I'll roll the dice for it. <laughs> all right, so there's one. 25 for the first attack. You in flame damage? With the flame damage. You're okay. using magical weapons, right? Yes. Okay. Eric, your sword just goes through the damage reduction. Or your your mace just goes right through the damage reduction. Lightsaber with the head of Paylor. Alright, right. so that's 52 <laughs> so far. Just a lightsaber with a big bulbous end. <laughs> with spikes. Yeah. <laughs> Spike light. Alright, that's 67 damage total. Okay. The dragoons. And the dragoons are going to make... Some attacks against you guys. Are you using black dragons? He's actually using a variant on grass dragons. Yeah. 
Oh, cool! They can summon the gin. I'm, I'm not doing that though. That's that's not that's, that's, that's not slime combat reasonable. I'm not summoning slime genies. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, pretty wild. Yeah, that's some weird, whack shit for sure. Okay, yeah, these guys are gonna make a bunch of attacks against you. Claw, claw, bite, wing, wing. Deal with it. To who? You're, you'll be fine, I think. Um, AC claw, claw. One claw is gonna hit you, Eric. Miss on the bite. Um, wing rolls a one. The other, the other wing can't make an attack. So it's going to hit you with one claw. Rob, the other one's encumbered, so it's going to make a fly check to even be able to attack you. Uh, which, ooh, which, which it just makes. Okay. You have 28 armor class. You have a 28? How the fuck did you get a 28? Oh, I was 27. Oh, I got the plus one from the haste. Oh, right. <laughs> so I've got a haste, I've got my natural armor from being a were-rat, I've got bark skin, and I've got... Okay. A shield. Uh, Rob, it hits you with a claw, a, another claw, and a bite. Misses oh, with shit. one wing, misses with another wing. Okay. Uh, a Claudio <clears throat> first with the first claw. You're going to take ten. A crunk. Claw one. You're going to take nine. And then six. And then for the bite, fifteen. Okay, so six, nine, so thirty. Yes. Oof. It's the Baron's turn. The Baron's going to pull out two wands. These two wands are attached to a weird splitter, which s seems like it splits and holds two additional wands. And each one of these are equipped with a uh, wand of magic missile level six that so, he's going to fire all at once. So they each blast three? Right. So he's going to shoot 12 magic missiles. So how many d4 is that? It's a lot. 12. Uh, yeah, 12 d4 plus 12. 39. 60. Plus 12? Plus 12. <coughs> Points of damage. Dragon explodes. <laughs> You guys are covered in slime. No, I'm not. My fire shield. Oh, yeah, you're not. <laughs> it's, it's just like it a HUD on, on when you like shoot shoot something in a first-person shooter and it gets blown off your screen. Just, just fucking windshield wipers the blood off your face. Yeah. <laughs> it just disappears after a minute. Yeah, the corpse is all faded to the dirt. And it's Suzanne. It's your turn. There's one dragon that's hampered left. Okay. Um... The airship is, is pretty The hampered dragon has already taken 67 points of damage. So he's he might not quite need a fireball then. I'm going to shoot him with a scorching ray because apparently that does the same amount of damage anyway. Okay. It's good enough. These Is things it? have a 10 touch armor class. Okay. <laughs> They're giant, don't have big reflexes. Two. 35. Okay, you blast one of its legs off and it like descends a little bit. It's okay. So there's a, there's one, there's a dra one dragon left. Yo, just slam down on it and stab it through the head with your lightsaber. Gonna give him the full round. Uh, Alright, 24 and 28. 20, yeah, both hit. And then, ooh, nat 20. Ooh, nat 1. Alright, so three cool. hits. <laughs> 35. Plus 23. 58. 58. Yeah, 58. Okay, you feel this weird flash of inspiration as this happens, Eric, and yell something along the lines of, I have the high ground, Anakin, as you cut all of the limbs off of this dragon. <laughs> and you watch it just tumble into the ground. <laughs> I, I did the same thing in my game the other day. <laughs> Combined with Count Duke uh, at the same time. Not that anyone appreciated it. No one appreciated it, but either way. Oh, that's good. And you guys are, and like, you watch as some of the other slime dragons start trying to follow you, but as they, like, 
start to leave the city, they pull, as they reach the edge of the necrotic energy, they pull back and retreat back towards the city itself. And you guys are left to catch up with the airship, Pepe and the survivors, as you guys head towards the spider village, uh, Farhaven. 